Welcome to PTBC Podcast, where we will be speaking about innovation, technology, growing your business, and maximizing your entrepreneurial potential. Let's get down to business. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the PTBC Podcast. This is Sarush here, and I'm joined by my colleague, Justin. Hey, everyone. So today we have another special guest from Propel Physiotherapy. He's the clinic manager at Propel. He's been practicing for over six years now. So let's welcome Hung Peng. When Hung isn't providing amazing care at Propel for his neuro clients, he's killing it in the gym and on the court. Hung has had quite a lot of experience with incorporation as he did incorporate pretty early in his career. And so this is exactly what we'll be speaking about on our podcast today. So quick fun fact about Hung before we begin, he's actually a father-to-be in October, congratulations, and he'll be looking forward to rocking that dad bod. (laughs) (laughs) All right, without further ado, it's time to get down to business. All right, so Hung, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to rocking the dad bod, but I'm trying to put it off as much as possible, but I, I think it's inevitable at this point. (laughs) <laughs> you just got to do a really hard cut right before October, so you go That's back right. to baseline. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm doing well today. Thanks so much for having me, guys. No, thanks for coming out. I know you're also very busy at Propel, um, helping Kyle with everything there. Um, so we re- really appreciate taking the time and coming out today. So I guess uh, before we get into the meat of things, uh, can you maybe describe what uh, your journey has been up to this point, how you got involved with uh, uh, Propel quickly, and then, then we'll get into all of our talks with, about yeah. incorporation. Yeah, sure. So um, I started, uh, I guess I started looking for uh, careers and jobs uh, in my last placement in, um, in physio school. I went to McMaster University and I was, uh, was doing a placement in cardio rest, but uh, North York General. I saw a couple listings for uh, job postings on the uh, OPA website. One of them was directed to Kyle Whaley. I checked out his bio and it was a, you know, complex orthopedics and neurological clinic. Uh, I sent him an email uh, and the story goes, you know, this is a uh, more complex kind of uh, clinic scenario, may not be suitable for um, new grads might be a little bit intimidating and that just kind of fueled my fire even more and made me want to apply even more and, and make sure I got my, my resume and cover letter in, uh, fast forward, uh, you know, a couple of months, we set something up and then, uh, I end up working with Kyle for uh, a long time now. And it's been a blast. It's, uh, you know, you, you mentioned six years in your introduction and honestly, it's been like, blinking my eyes and six years have passed so quickly it's uh it's a wonderful place to be at and uh it's it's uh been fruitful with all of my opportunities so that's kind of how it came to be um other than that uh with regards to incorporating i think uh that happened very early on in uh my career um, I was probably six months out of just, uh, starting off with Kyle. Um, and, uh, you know, we at school didn't get too much, uh, education, I think on kind of like business savvy or professional incorporations or business incorporations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it actually came down to one of my friends who is not in the industry and is not a physiotherapist who asked me, Hey, Oh, 
have you ever thought about incorporating? And I thought that that was one of the questions that led me down this path of incorporation. Um, yeah, uh, I can describe uh, kind of like what the corporation uh, means to me. And, um, I think with, with any new grad that's thinking about incorporation, it is slightly intimidating. Uh, I think just the words incorporation make you feel like, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm trying to create this giant uh, business or I'm trying to create this, um, you know, huge entity for myself. And, and really it, it's not, it's, it's making sure that uh, you understand what type of uh, skills you have and what the worth of your skills are. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I, I kind of took it from that perspective and, and that's how I had enough uh, gall, I guess, to, to go and, and start a corporation. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the process of actually incorporate, incorporating is a question that as new grads, we need to ask ourselves as we, tend to, uh, as we graduate in the, new in the near future. Um, but can you describe what incorporation is and what it means to incorporate? Yeah. So an incorporation is a business entity and a business identification. Uh, specifically, when you uh, become a professional corporation or you become professionally incorporated, you're stating to the government of Ontario and, and uh, Canada that you're providing professional services. So in this case, <clears throat> your physiotherapy services uh, as a business. Um, and with that business, uh, you are, you know, providing uh, services for fees um, and they uh, respect you as that. It's a little bit different from a business corporation. And I'm sure you guys have maybe dabbled and taken a look at that as well. But as a business corporation, you can really do anything under it. Um, with a professional corporation, <clears throat> you're seen as a professional physiotherapist uh, providing services but you also need to report back to your uh, college, right? Um, and uh, it's a little, that's different from being a sole proprietor where uh, there's a couple of different levels of risk that you've assumed. And, uh, you know, there are differences um, in, in those aspects as well. So essentially, when you become incorporated, you're taking a stance saying, hey, look, I want to be respected as a professional business. Um, and this is the way I want to go about providing my professional services to the community, to my patients or clients and to, to others that are in, are in search for it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it's, it seems like definitely it's something that would be a good option to look at, especially like you said, as physiotherapists who provide these professional services. And if you know, you're not, you don't have a company or a business, then being professionally incorporated might be a good route to take. Uh, so I want to ask maybe from your experience, what are some benefits of this incorporation process and why is this important in the private sector? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm going to, I'll give you guys kind of the classic quote unquote textbook benefits or the pros to becoming professionally incorporated. I think these are the ones that a lot of people kind of, you know, uh, gravitate to when you do your quick Google search. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're all going to do that. You're, you're going to see like, Oh, should I do this? Should I not do that? You're going to hit up a Google search and then a couple of these things will come in. So, um, I think one of the 
uh, benefits for uh, creating a professional incorporation is, um, you know, the limited liability portion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily cover you for malpractice. That's still, uh, you know, your own professional duties as a physiotherapist. Right. But there are protections from creditors. And uh, a key example of this is if you have a, a goal or a dream to open up your own clinic, right? Um, and you just start going out as a sole proprietor or, you know, cash from your own personal savings, you know, you, we can see where things can go awry if, if things don't line up perfectly for you. When you're incorporated, you protect yourself uh, with a limited liability uh, from anything going awry in that aspect. Um, with regards to the other classic kind of textbook benefits of becoming professionally incorporated, I think everyone looks at income, right? right. Uh, and, and specifically corporate, corporate income and corporate income taxes. Um, you can do your own research on it and I, I won't pretend to be an accountant or a lawyer, but tax <laughs> rates uh, for uh, professional corporations are significantly lower than a personal uh, income tax rate. Right. So, you know, like, you know, we live in a great country. We, we do have high taxes for good reasons. Um, but from a corporate uh, tax uh, rate, uh, the average is around 15%, give or take the, the changing of the laws in the last couple of years. So if you think about that, right, uh, and this is for small corporate businesses, uh, and you can do additional research as to what the definition of small is and what the definition of large is, but many small businesses will fall under that category. Um, uh, another, you know, really good benefit of creating a <clears throat> corporation is uh, the ability to uh, separate your uh, specific uh, accounts and your expenses, especially if you're in the private sector. Um, I can't tell you enough times how many times my accountant is so happy with me because I have a corporation, <laughs> I have a personal account. Things are just cut up differently, right? And it's easy for uh, my accountant to handle and it's easy for my accountant to address my business and then my personal uh, life at the same time um, instead of getting it all mixed up. <clears throat> and uh, we, we also take, you know, with that said, you can also take a look at a professional corporation. If you run it similarly to how many smaller businesses run it, you are essentially paying yourself. So your corporation goes out as an entity to provide physiotherapy services. It gets paid X. You then get to decide what you want to pay <clears throat> yourself. Um, and that means you have a lot of control in, uh, addressing your lifestyle expenses um, and addressing how much you want to keep in the corporation. If you indeed are the owner of the corporation. Um, And I think uh, mainly those are your classic kind of uh, textbook reasons why a lot of people go and become incorporated. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and lastly, you know, with regards to the income uh, you can also write yourself dividends at the end of the year um, and, and that you can save as a, uh, discussion with your accountant <laughs> as to what, what is, you know, acceptable and what is within, uh, the realms of, yeah, acceptability and, and realistic dividends for yourself. Uh, so all, all these things give you the flexibility and a little bit of more control as to what you want to 
pay yourself. Um, and for myself, when, when I looked into that, I was like, Oh, you know, that sounds great. It sounds like there's, you know, a little bit of work to this paperwork, obviously getting in contact with the right professionals, all that stuff, which is, which is fine. But after the six years of working, uh, and using a professional incorporation or having a professional incorporation, it's really helped me, um, create my own, uh, entity within my corporation. So, um, I think that's one of the overseen things, uh, when creating a corporation and it's, it's, it means when I go to work or when I provide professional services, um, it's a little bit easier for myself to separate, uh, my professional life and my personal life. So when I provide services as a professional, um, it's as if I'm representing my own company. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in the private sector, everyone wants to have a little bit of ownership of what they're doing from a professional level and academic level, or even a personal level. But in this case, it gives you that ownership at that professional level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hong, you mentioned some great benefits of incorporation, such as um, limited liability, you know, potential to in- increase your income as well as um, kind of splitting up expenses and, you know, really having control over what you get paid. But we really want to know what are the difficulties with the incorporation process and what are kind of the biggest challenges that you face when incorporating? Yeah, I think um, some of the difficulties with having a professional incorporation or at least starting it up, you know, everyone gets kind of gun shy with the startup costs. And I think that's a big barrier for um, physiotherapists specifically. I'll give you a quick little tangential story. When I went to go and speak to my lawyer about starting an actual professional incorporation for physiotherapy, he's been practicing for, man, I want to say like 35 plus years. And he's like, you're the first physiotherapist that I've actually had a chance to incorporate. Um, he's done it with doctors, right? He's done it with uh, chiropractors, dentists, um, you know, other business people, right? But he's like, from a professional incorporation standpoint, you would be the first. And then my follow-up question was obviously like, oh, why, right? And even, I, I'm not too sure why. <laughs> right? <laughs> he had no explanation for it either. And 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 the tough part is that becomes a cyclical event of thoughts where you know, we, it's almost not dogmatic, but it's, it's part of it. It's like, well, we just don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that, that's kind of a bad habit to get into. It's, we don't do it because we don't know how to do it versus we can't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we're more of the former than we are of the latter. Um, uh, just from my standpoint. So I think that's a barrier too. I think the education behind it is, uh, is um, uh, during my time in school anyways, it wasn't emphasized. Um, and I know that I had to do my own additional research with the college, with banks and with accountants uh, to really figure out is an incorporation <clears throat> uh, meant for me and, and my kind of practice. So those uh, barriers just at the beginning um, are already intimidating, right? So if you have the path of incorporate or not incorporate, you're probably already swaying towards don't incorporate. 
Uh, and then on top of it, there are, there are other things such as managing documents, right? Getting in touch with the correct professionals, legal accountants, uh, other corporations that you might want to bounce ideas off of, you know, your own bookkeeper, financial advisor. Uh, and then in the end, I think the difficulty is, <clears throat> is it worth it? Right. Uh, is it worth all this trouble? And is it, and that, that's a question that I ask myself uh, a lot. Is it worth all this paperwork and headache and, and all that stuff? And it, you know, long story short, absolutely. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, and, and another thing that I told myself while I was doing or making the incorporation is, you know, I think it's about time that I make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't just plant a seed, you know, in the soil and then just expect this incorporation to grow. Like you have to water it, right. You have to put a lot of time and effort into it and you got to make sure it gets the right sunlight. And I, I think, uh, you know, having that additional entity and professional accountability to your own corporation, it provides a additional motivation and it also gives you more professional direction to improving, uh, your corporate status. Um, so I think there are some startup difficulties in incorporating and I don't think we should be, uh, you know, uh, not looking at those. I think that's something to think about. Um, but I also think that the benefits for the private sector at this point, uh, surely outweigh the costs, both, uh, you know, mental and, and monetary. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, the difficulties that you mentioned and, and the fact that, uh, you also mentioned, know some of the physios that might not know um like that this is out there or how to go about the process that issue with kind of getting educated on the professional incorporation uh, it's definitely something that was also you know new to us when we talked to you about it originally so it's um i'm glad we're at least kind of getting the exposure a little bit earlier (laughs) on here and hopefully um uh others who do listen to this podcast even if they are have been working for years and they haven't professionally incorporated and they believe this might be beneficial to them they hopefully this will help kind of shed some light on that uh topic um now you did mention uh costs as um you know one of the one not i wouldn't say issue but one of the things you need to consider when you incorporate uh so you also mentioned there's different types of incorporation so there's the you know, business incorporation versus the professional incorporation. Uh, maybe from your perspective on professional incorporation, can you let us know how much it costed you to incorporate altogether? Yeah. So I, I, it's funny. Um, I was trying to research a little bit deeper. I was trying to find all my uh, receipts and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, we want yeah, an exact like, well, decimal number. <laughs> years ago, I did the thing. Um, so I'll, I, I can give you a pretty the accurate estimates and, and I'll say from the, you know, the professional, the, the people and the professionals that you get in touch with, that's where it's a little bit, um, you know, it really depends on their, uh, costs Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So I know that there are staple costs in Ontario for professional incorporation. So one of them is you're trying to get incorporated. Uh, you got to go through your college first, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go onto our college website, uh, they lay it out pretty uh, easy for us. Uh, it's it's to start it off, just to get paperwork grinding and moving. It's seven hundred dollars, okay. And then uh, to get your uh, certificate of uh, uh, authorization for the year, 
it's a two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, and then the legal paperwork uh, to do the legal name search and to do uh, everything else to actually build and create a corporation uh, according to the Ontario Business Corporation Act. Uh, it can range from $1,500, which is a pretty basic professional corporation, to up to $3,000 for startup legal fees. So that's just to get, you know, like that binder <laughs> that says you're a corporation. Mm -hmm. right? So you can work that around in your mind. And, and, you know, when you first start with a professional corporation, and if you're running it just as you are the only quote unquote, like employee, right? You are the boss, the CEO and the everything in it. Mm -hmm. uh, you're looking at probably the lower end of the legal fee spectrum. So closer to 1500. Now this is again, quoting you from a couple of years back, maybe it's a little bit more. Um, and then uh, start up accounting fees to retain an accountant. Uh, you're looking at probably closer to 800 to a thousand dollars. And uh, that would just be kind of your starting fees for that. Um, I know that annually um, I need to pay the college $250 a year. Um, I know that Oncorp, which is a pretty much a Ontario corporation, uh, um, search engine that tells you like what the status of your corporation is. Uh, you pay like uh, $80 a year ish uh, to get a certificate literally saying what is the, the status of your corporation. Mm -hmm. So you can submit it to your college for authenticity. Mm -hmm. uh, and if nothing really changes legally in your corporation, for example, you're not splitting the corporation, you're not hiring someone new, um, what else? You're not changing the corporation name. You're not meshing it with another professional corporation or business corporation. Your legal fees stay pretty stagnant at zero, right? Unless you need to access legal fees. And I will say on estimation, uh, accountant fees, um, ongoing per year can go upwards of 1500 to $3,000. So, and that's for a small corporation, small uh, professional corporation. So I hope that gives you at least a couple of numbers to play around with as opposed to the abyss of darkness. <laughs> no, that's great, yeah. Right. So that, you know, there is a little bit of a ballpark range, but, um, I think if you're talking like small professional business corporations, you're looking at that. Yeah. yeah. Hong, it uh, seems from what you told us that you've incorporated on your own, but just for our listeners, um, mm -hmm. Can a single person incorporate or do you need a group of individuals? No, that's a great question. Uh, and that's one of the intimidating uh, things for me as well. Uh, a single person can incorporate. Uh, you do not need a group of individuals. Uh, the way that it's laid out would be like you're, you know, they will ask you, who is the president? And it is you, right? <laughs> it is also you. Yeah. Who's going to write the checks? It is you. And who's the person at the bottom? It is also you. So, CEO, CFO. Everything, right? From top to bottom. Uh, and actually, you know, the funny story, when I was signing off on all that at, at my lawyer's place, I was like, man, this this kind of, it's it's funny, right? Because I'm all of the above. I'm from head to toe, the, 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 the highest ranked whatever officer in this little corporation. 
and I'm the lowliest of lowly employees as well, right? <laughs> and I'm the main. Yeah, so, so, so it actually does give you like a nice sense of yeah, you know, you are this is your baby, right? This is your incorporation. You, you know, you you need to respect it and you need to represent it accordingly. And that's how I like to carry out my physiotherapy services and my uh, and uh, yeah, everything that I do on a day to day practice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you don't need a, a, a whole group or a whole slew of people. In fact, you can, um, uh, how do you say like, uh, mesh corporations together. So one corporation can buddy up or team up with another corporation and that becomes uh, a whole other little thing. Um, the one thing with professional corporations that we need to remember is that because you are obligated to a college, you need to stay within your scope and your competency of your profession. Uh, so as a professional physiotherapist, you know, it might seem uh, really enticing to try to sell products maybe uh, in the business and just make sure those products are, you know, physiotherapy related, right? Uh, whereas in a business corporation, if you created a business corporation, you, you're not uh, obligated to a college. Uh, you can, you know, you can sell hot dogs, you can sell shoes, you know, like that's, that's just an example. I don't actually know what, what products you can exactly sell, but, um, it's, it's a way wider variety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, you definitely are making us think about this incorporation process and as, as new grads, I, I feel like maybe if someone listens to this podcast, um, and they start to think about the, uh, think about this, professional incorporation route so i guess again from your perspective do you recommend new grads to incorporate right away or should they maybe wait a few years and and why yeah that's a great question too i mean i think it's intimidating for new grads to incorporate right away and i also think you know within your first six months to a year like you're still trying to figure out like hey do i want to work in this field do i want to work in that field don't want to mainly be private uh, sector, public sector, a combo of both, right? Am I traveling a lot for community-based things or am I staying put in one, uh, uh, you know, brick and mortar mainly? Uh, I think that's important for a corporate, uh, uh, for a new grad to really figure out for him or herself. Um, and my, my recommendation would be if you know you're going down maybe more so the private sector route and you're trying to build a caseload and, and uh, you have, <clears throat> you have ambitious goals. Um, I would take a look at the incorporation within your first year. And I only say that because the sooner the incorporation starts, the sooner the groundwork you've laid out for this baby essentially right <laughs> uh, not, that, not that babies are completely on top of my mind right now or anything um, but uh yeah but, that's uh that, that's exactly it right like the, the sooner you start the the more uh legal um, advice you can get and, and the more uh, relationships and networks you build in that area same with the accounting same with the bank right um whereas if you continue to kind of just play that uh, excuse me, route of, you know, uh, not being incorporated, uh, the, the years can go by a little bit quicker. 
Hong, I think you uh, sold us uh, all the PPP boys <laughs> on a corporation. I think we're going to go incorporate right after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Four different professional corporations, and then we'll just merge it all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, what we wanted to know are, what are some resources you would recommend for new grads to use to learn more about incorporation and the process of it? And what are some professionals who have helped you along the way in terms of incorporation? Yeah, that's really good. Um, well, I, I do have to say the College of Physiotherapists website lays it out pretty straightforward with regards to uh, becoming a professional incorporation. They're also super responsive. Um, I'm not too sure if you, uh, you know, the class is really always emailing or communicating with the college. Those, those guys and girls there are super helpful, um, especially on the professional corporation side. <clears throat> They're really responsive. They have a, a duty to make sure that you're creating your professional incorporation really uh, correctly. Uh, and, it, and it comes through in a lot of their messaging. I think that they, um, they have the ability to kind of ensure that you're doing things correctly because it's scary, right? It's scary to start that incorporation and not really know what you're doing. If you message the college uh, just to even inquire about corporation or incorporating rather, uh, they will make sure you're on the right path. Uh, so I, I highly suggest that. <clears throat> I also highly suggest checking out uh, Service Ontario because um, that will be your next step uh, for uh, incorporation. And um, with regards to uh, other professionals, um, <clears throat> I've, uh, I would say taking a look at um, family members or friends who have done this in the past before. So. If you know a handful of, uh, you know, aunties, uncles, um, maybe uh, good friends, close friends uh, that have done some sort of a business corporation themselves or a professional corporation, <clears throat> pick their brains, take them out for, you know, a dinner or a beer or a coffee and just ask them a bunch of questions that, you know, maybe you're too shy to bring to your accountants or to your legal team. Um, and <clears throat> that's a nice starting uh, point for you. But uh, in general, I would say uh, hooking yourself up with a, uh, a really good accountant, uh, a uh, professional corporation lawyer um, would be uh, the starting point. That's some great advice and we'll definitely be uh, looking on the college's website to check out the document that you uh, mentioned. So thanks so much for uh, recommending the uh, that resource I'm sure hopefully our listeners will also take a look if they're interested in again this uh, professional incorporation route uh, so Hung we're nearing the end of our podcast today and we typically ask our guests for a recommendation of a book that they found to be influential or that's greatly impacted their business acumen so is there a book that you could recommend for us today May I ask if everyone else has already recommended a book with regards to your uh, business corner? Um, typically, yeah, we've had a couple of uh, podcasts yeah. request um, <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> Rhetorical question. I already know that yeah, everyone <laughs> recommend a book. So, so you know, I, I think books are great. I think, uh, you know, one of the big ones that I was reading uh, was Simon Sinek's Start With Why. Um, I, I also think you can learn a lot from speaking 
to other people who have done well with business right. and who have done well with their own professional corporation or business corporation. Um, <clears throat> the legwork that I did was actually calling or messaging people personally and doing exactly what I said, make time, do a coffee, a dinner, a beer, whatever you guys like to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and have a list of questions ready. <clears throat> you will be surprised how much information you can get and how quickly you can get it. Um, and, and how much more personal it is, uh, that way than to, you know, try to mulch over what a author is trying to tell you. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I bounce back between the two of them. But sometimes, you know, that human connection of, of sitting down with one of your peers or someone that you look up to uh, speaks words of wonders. And uh, it, it can really get you to that next level if you really give it a shot. So, Hong, when are we, uh, we going for beers then? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you guys want, man. <laughs> no, but that's great, though. Um, you know where to find me. You know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> on that topic, um, just for our <clears throat> listeners' sake, where can we find you on social media? Oh, my goodness. You can find us uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Propel Physiotherapy. Um, we try to keep our Facebook and Instagram up to date. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you can find us on there. Shout out to Profile Physio once again. <laughs> Hope Kyle's listening. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's definitely, definitely listening. <laughs> Not so funny. All right. Uh, all right, Hung. Thanks so much for coming out on the podcast. Uh, you know, definitely a lot of amazing information you provided us today. And uh, we're really happy that you let us know about this this early on. You know, like you said, I am pretty sure you know, this we might have missed you know, this along our careers, maybe mm-hmm. we would have, maybe we wouldn't have, but the fact that you kind of planted the seed in our minds has been really helpful and we really appreciate it. And um, we'll be definitely mm-hmm. looking into uh, doing this and looking at the process. So thanks again for coming on. No um, yeah. And uh, hope you enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you, man. I definitely enjoyed it. Thanks so much, guys. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you everyone for tuning into the PTBC podcast. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ptbusinesscorner.com. Feel free to send us a message on social media or email us at info at ptbusinesscorner.com. See you next time.